You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, uh, before we dive into some of these Cowboys burning questions that that Brian and I are going to kick around, I got to remind you guys that uh, we've got a wonderful partner here at Love of the Star. It is Boomer Jacks. And Boomer Jacks is the spot on really every day of the week, but especially Tuesday and Wednesday nights. You know, my, my life is always so full during the football season because I get football on Thursday night. I, I get Friday night high school football, Saturday college football, and then I get the NFL on Sunday and Monday. Tuesday and Wednesday were always voids for me, no longer thanks to Boomer Jacks because they have half-price boneless wings on Wednesday night, and on Tuesday it's half-price bone-in wings. So whatever your fancy is, Boomer Jacks has you set up. I personally like to go Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, I've become a big fan of the boneless wings, not from everywhere, but from Boomer Jacks. Uh, ice cold beer on tap. It is the perfect spot to go hang out. Uh, 17 DFW locations. You can find yours at boomerjacks.com. Brian, I got five questions here for you that, that we're going to kick around. You're going to answer them too, I hope. I, I'm I'm going to answer them. Yep. Okay. I just want to make sure because, like I said, I, I worry about this a little bit. If I'm the solo guy in this, I, I, I always like to have a lot of opinions. I, I'm I'm here I'm here to give the right answers. You know, I know you're always here to give the right answers, especially uh, about the, especially about Dak. Yeah, well, you know what the first question is about Dak. Okay, go ahead. Uh, oh, this and this is something that I know we've chattered a little, about a little bit, but we haven't really had a chance to to tackle it this directly. Brian Broadus, is Dak Prescott injury prone? I would say yes. Yeah, I would. I, you know, and I and I'll say this: um, when you have injuries, and some of them are, you know, some of them are. Not your fault, but some of them are also things of awareness. Some of them are your fault. You know, awareness about getting down, about sliding, about getting out of bounds, about not fighting for extra yards. You know, I mean, I understand Dak, and, and that's what makes Dak so unique is he's a he's a football player that really plays a game. He could have played in any era of football. He could have played without a face mask. You know, he could have been that guy. There was a time, too, where – and this is a scouting perspective for me real quick, if I can – Dak was a bigger, thicker guy yes. when he first started. Dak, we call that body armor. He had body armor. You know, Dak would get hit. I remember time he, you know, the, the commander's game, he's running on the sidelines. He gets blasted into the bench. I'm thinking, he's not getting up. Dak pops up, you know, maybe, oh, man, he might have had a concussion. That was big, dur- big, durable, sturdy Dak. Dak now has leaned up. He's he's a thinner, uh, you know, he's, he's lost some of that. Maybe he's in better shape. But Dak is a big, 
quarterback as a bigger quarterback. And I'm not saying fat or obese or any of those things, but yeah. Dak with body armor was a more healthy Dak. And, and we've seen him continually get in shape, look good, physically look good. I, I look at him, I go, man, I wish I could lose weight like that. <laughs> but 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 when Dak was a bigger, thicker quarterback, more body armor, less yeah. you know he would take hits, less problems. So right now, I would say, yeah, maybe he's a little bit injury prone, and it might be a little bit because of he's doing a better job to keep himself in shape. I know that sounds crazy, but just from a scouting perspective, that's how I kind of look at it. Yeah, I think that look. Uh, is there a possibility he, he's not injury prone and this has been fluky? Sure. But to me, when he gets back from this broken thumb, he has to finish the rest of this season and he has to get all the way through next season without injury before I'll, I'll start to feel okay about it again. Because, I mean, we're talking about over the course of 18, 20 weeks on the field, roughly, whatever it was, he's been hurt five times now, going back all the way to the 2019 AC joint injury. you got the AC joint. You've got the broken ankle. You've got the lat strain. You've got the... Uh, the the uh, calf strain. Um, you've got the uh, broken thumb here to start this season. It's all over his body, and so just it makes you a little concerned. I think about look, he he's you you just wonder a little bit. Is he just starting to break down a little bit? And and it, yeah. and I think that I think his. I've talked about this before. I think the second half of last season, he had questions about his own durability, and when they couldn't block for him, I think that got in his head a little bit and I think it affected his reads. And, and I think that that was part of what explains what, what looked like a completely different quarterback from the first half last season, to the second, because it wasn't just a physical thing. I know some people have said, well, the calf strain may have affected it. I think the calf strain affected it in terms of like, it got him in his head a little bit because it wasn't just physical things that he wasn't doing. He wasn't seeing the field the same way he was in the first half of the year. And so I don't, I, I don't have a great explanation for it other than I think he probably, got in his head about it a little bit about, man, I can't get hurt. Like my team needs me and they're not blocking right now. I can't take hits. I got to get rid of this football. And, and it just, it, it added an unnecessary factor to his processing that I think kind of, kind of messed with things a little bit. I think the broken thumb is a bad, I think that's a bad luck, you know, but calf strains, shoulder strains, I mean, having to have a second surgery, you know, uh, on this rehab of his, you know, he's, he, he pushes himself so hard to be ready. And competitive. It, it's competitive. And yeah, but there comes a time too where like that, that injury against the Giants. I mean, he's running, he's running, he's trying to get yards. And, you know, as a quarterback outside the pocket, you're protected. You, they will give you an extra 15 yards if you slide and somebody hits you the wrong way. You know, that should be your goal. Run get down, run, get down. You might take a shot, you know, you might take a shot going down, but they're going to give you an extra 15 yards if the referees feel like that it was an unfair shot. Next question for you here, Brian. Has Mike McCarthy already done enough to secure a return in 2023? It's trending the right way. And I, I've been very, very critical of Mike McCarthy throughout. And, um, you know, I've said this before. I said it with John Mishota. Uh, I thought he was lazy. Uh, I thought there was there was times where he wasn't totally checked into what's going on. But I, I think that Mike McCarthy, you know what? I think Mike McCarthy's talked about Kellen Moore learning along the way as being an offensive coordinator. I think Mike McCarthy has learned along the way of what it takes to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I think Mike McCarthy didn't know that Jerry Jones spoke after every game. 
I didn't think that Mike McCarthy knew that, you know, the, the, the light, how it shines on you, how this media covers you uh, every single day, the questions that are asked, the scrutiny, the fan base. Yeah, he had a very vocal fan base in Green Bay, but not like this one. The Packers are not worldwide. And I, I trust me, I worked for the Packers for five years of my life. Packers are a really well-known team. But the Dallas Cowboys are a worldwide team, and that's the scrutiny. I think Mike McCarthy has learned along the way. Now, we'll see what happens the, you know, the rest of the way. Can they get Dak going? That's going to be, the, 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 uh, the as we say, the trick to see you know, if he has the job security going on. But through these first five, four or five games as we're going through right now, yeah, he, he's deserved uh, the opportunity to come back. And that's just because I kind of feel like he's being an NFL head coach, you know, going forward on fourth down, the confidence that he's had in his team, the way that he's managed these injuries, clicking over and telling Kellen Moore, get two plays ready. We're going forward here. You know, those are the things I think the decision to move on from kickers, you know, they're, they're making good decisions right now. Hey, we don't need an extra receiver. Don't panic. We'll be fine. Stay the course. That's all you can ask from your head coach right now. And I would say that through, through how we look at this right now on this day on October 7th, I would say that he's trending in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, I think right now, I, I don't know that he's secured it totally yet, but I think that he's doing things right now that would give them confidence to say, oh, well, we we, we got to bring him back. He's, he's trending the right way. He's doing this and that. I just, I still want to know how much he deserves. Like, like, I've always felt like you can't give him much credit and you can't give him much blame for what happens here because I just don't oh, know. I blamed him. I blamed him for a lot of things. I just so don't know how he is. Well, he's so removed. Yeah. Well, he, let, let me tell you what. I had people tell me you know, in two different organizations about his laziness, you know, and I'm not hearing the laziest, the laziness call right now, you know, but I had two, and, and I've worked in both. I've worked with the Cowboys, as everybody knows. I worked with the Packers, as I just said, you know, I know people in those organizations, and they were talking about his laziness, you know, that was a concern. So, you know, as we as we speak here right now, you know, it appears that he is doing things that your NFL coach needs to do, you know, to, you know, th think of what's going on right now in Denver with Nathaniel Hackett and stuff like that. You know, they're talking about getting rid of him already. I do believe this. I'll say it one more time. I believe Mike McCarthy is now has a clear understanding of what it is to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think he had that three years ago. Next question for you here. And uh, it's a little early, but, you know, we saw some good stuff in training camp, saw some good stuff last week. Uh, and there's obviously uh, uh, physical advantages here. Is Deron Bland better than Jordan Lewis? You know what? Um, that's because I've always had a great deal of faith in Jordan Lewis. And he, I think he's one I, of the toughest guys on that football team. Jordan Lewis, pound for pound, is super competitive. I really hated he got the defensive holding call in that uh, that one game that gave him a first down, uh, the Giants game, I think it was. Yeah, but yeah, I, you know, I, I think with Bland, I love what I love about Bland is what you saw in training camp is the flexibility he has to play. I don't know if I want to play Jordan Lewis on the outside anymore. I don't know if I, I think I could play Bland in both spots. I think I'd be fine. But I will say this again, trending the right direction. With, with Bland, 
I loved his toughness in training camp. I loved his willingness to tackle. I thought he was a little lost to start the game the other day, but what a heck of a read. What a heck of a read. We've seen Jordan Lewis make similar reads that too in zone coverage, drive, knock a ball down. One of the one of Jordan Lewis's best games ever. And it's kind of like the uh it's kind of like the uh uh the Cooper Rush Minnesota game, you know. He went yeah. out there and, and covered Alvin Kamara out of the backfield in the game against the Saints when Alvin Kamara was just tearing the league up. Now, I know that was several years ago, but that's the kind of thing that Jordan Lewis was capable of. I think he still is. I like the way that Blanche uh, trending right now. And I would say, though, if, you, if you're if you worried about Jordan Lewis, if Jordan Lewis stumbles along the way here, at least you know that Bland can play, and Bland is not going to kill you out there. But I'm going to go with Jordan Lewis right now uh, from what I've seen. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I would go with Jordan Lewis too, but it does. I think Deron Bland is a future starter on this team, possibly as soon as next year. I agree. And I think that I will say this. If you if you told me Jordan Lewis is out for the season, I, I wouldn't be concerned. Me I, I, mean, I don't want to I wouldn't have concern. I go, okay, well, I trust Deron Bland's gonna come in and, and play really well. Uh, I trust him more than Kelvin Joseph, and I know Kelvin Joseph has played well on special teams. Yeah, I mean, we, we know. That's never been a question, Brian. I won't make the joke again. I'll stop. Uh, more secondary talk uh, with the return of J-Ron Curse. Should it be Anthony Barr who loses snaps instead of Donovan Wilson? Yes, I agree with you on that. I, I, I think so. I, I would play Curse down, Wilson at safety. I would even make it a situation where you could play – uh, Wilson, I call it a robber, which is like behind the linebackers and kind of like, so if something were to happen, uh, you know, say the ball spills, now you got a, a you got an alley player in Wilson that can come downhill in a hurry. Curse is going to play well on the edge. You know, those are the things you've got, you've got guys in place. You got two really good tacklers on the field. The inconsistency of bar right now scares me because some of the big runs go back and watch your all 22 it's Barr, Vanderish. I think Vanderish is having to play in gaps. You know, he's trying to play his assignment, and now you've got such a wide corner, the edge is compromised, and now he's having to run to make plays. I'm not trying to cover for him here. I'm just saying that's if you know when you watch oh, yeah. when you watch scheme, that's what happens. So put curse down, let him tackle, let Wilson be behind him, let him tackle. Yes, I take Anthony Barr off the field. Anthony Barr, to me, is not helping me at all in coverage, and he's been a little bit of a liability in the run game. Yeah, I think he played really well against Cincinnati. That's just the one game where I think he's looked good. Um, and I don't know what it was about that game. He just seemed to be kind of a step ahead of everything. Um, but but every other game I've seen Anthony Barr so far this year, it's like, need more, 
need more. He's, than- he's, he's, his awareness has been really, really poor. And, you know, when you look at like the motion and it, it fooled, it's fooled the Cowboys a couple different times, that jet quick motion. Yeah. I would get ready for it this week. You're going to get jet quick motion. They're going to try and hold linebackers because they know if they get the edge and they hold a linebacker, they got a pretty good chance of running the ball. Last question here for you, Brian, and I'm going to ask you to do something that we both failed at pretty consistently. If the Cowboys make the playoffs and everyone is healthy, who starts that game on the left side of the offensive line? Who's at left tackle? Who's at left guard? Everybody's completely healthy. Everyone's healthy, including Tyron Smith. Okay, that means they probably got in the playoffs playing with uh, McGovern at left guard and Tyler Smith at left tackle, right? You think Peter's on. I don't know. You think Peter's on the bench? Uh, you know, Peters to me, I, I I would be very interested to see if, if Tyron Smith comes back if they have to make a roster move if they move on from Peters ahead of yeah. ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, man, I I say that, but Peters I think it's not I, yeah, I think it's just easier to move on from a veteran guy like that. Uh, but no, I all things being healthy, man, I, I, you got to the playoffs playing with. Okay, who, okay. Let me ask you this: Who yeah. do you have? Who do you have to get? They got to the playoffs. Who was the starting offensive line that got them to the playoffs? Let's do that. Uh, I don't think they're just ramping up Jason Peters for the hell of it with Connor McGovern back, and so I feel like they're okay. So you're going to go with Peters? I feel like this would be Peters at left guard, Smith at left tackle on the way to the playoffs. Okay, if that's the case, you've got to the playoffs. That means you've probably won ten to twelve games. Uh, I, I, they, they talk about continuity. They, they haven't shown continuity. They call it fantasy football when they talk about moving offensive linemen around, but that's what they've done. They've moved, they're shuttling guys in and out. They're trying to find the combination. I, man, me personally, I go with who got me to the playoffs. That's what I would do. I just, you know, we've seen what happened with Tyron Smith last year, right? COVID game comes back in the playoffs, not the same type of guy. Are you going to, are you going to mess with that? You know, damn, you could say the same thing about the quarterback right now. I mean, if they keep winning games, you know, I, I, you know, it's, I just think that they're, they're banking on Tyron Smith coming back. And, you know, I know he's working with Britt Brown right now. So, you know, a couple months away, but you've won probably 10 to 12 football games playing with, Jason Peters at left guard and Tyler Smith playing at left tackle. I, I, the offensive line continuity, I think that's kind of what you'd want to keep. Has Tyron Smith started his last game in the NFL? Tyron Smith, I know for a fact that, okay, I shouldn't say no for a fact. I know people that are very close to, to Tyron Smith that said if you traded him or did something different with him that he would just retire from the game and all together. He wouldn't play anymore. Now that might change when you like look looking back at things, but I um, right now I would say there's a pretty good possibility he's he's played his last because it's a tough question because Tyron Smith when healthy is one of the better left tackles in the league. Yeah, but right now he's not available to you. He probably won't be available to you. You know, let's see what happens when we get to you know we're already in November. Give this thing another eight weeks and see where we're at. You know, this offensive line, if it's coming together and they're winning games, you're not going to take tire, you're not going to take this offensive line apart. But if they're close and they and like it's they're, you know, it's man, it's a little bit of a struggle for Peters. If they put 
Tyler, uh, Tyler Smith at left guard. It might be a little bit better. Let's see what the team is in eight weeks, and I think you'll better have a better understanding what you need to do there. If if you're out of it, if you haven't, if you're losing games and you're out of it, just keep playing Tyler Smith. But you said if they're in a playoff run, yeah, you know, that that's how you qualify the question. I like it that way. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.